Dun, da, 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 da. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> All right, uh, this is the. Uh... Let's just keep making music noises. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining a techno remix of that. <laughs> I could I could mix them together in post. Let's just go right now. Let's not. Okay. Um, hey. This is what uh, happens when we record after having a full night's sleep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Good evening. This yes. is the Game Nuts Podcast. This is Boater speaking with a good mic again. And this is Fear the Claw with the same old mic he usually uses. Yay. Uh, yeah, sorry if you didn't like the uh, audio from the last one. I mean, obviously I was using the product that I was reviewing. Yeah, it, kinda... it works well for Xbox Live. It's a little... Yeah, it kind of sounded like you were talking through a paper towel tube. <laughs> I was thinking as if you were listening to me as I was playing over Xbox Live, which is... Brings up the question: How much of that distinctive internet sound is the headsets that for Xbox Live, and how much of it is the connection? But yeah, and how much of it is the fact that you had it plugged into a controller, plugged into the computer, and just all the different feedbacks and distortions yeah. you got? So, a couple things to talk about. This is going to be a relatively short podcast. Um, we have uh, I have a couple little bits of news, and then I have a product review. Finally. One that we've been waiting on a few weeks. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, although we, of course, love talking about things that you can see, but of course can't hear on a podcast. I'm continuing that. <laughs> the Call of Duty Black Ops back uh, box art was revealed. Um, it breaks away from the format of the last three, which is, you know, the one guy with the gun and then explosions and stuff in the background. Um, it breaks away from that, and it looks like it's trying to be gangsta. It's a guy holding two oversized pistols with his arms on his knees, and they're in, and it's like, okay, you're not on the streets of insert city here. You're in a war zone. Try to look it. It doesn't, it looks like it's trying to be gangsta. Okay. Like, looks stupid. Well, you know, it is Activision basically taking the reins of Call of Duty, so, I mean, we've seen what happens when they take the reins of other franchises. Um, I'm glad their box art is reflecting the lack of quality in the rest of the that the rest of the series will show now. Yeah, um, I, again, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago, but I'm ashamed of the fact that I know I'm going to buy GoldenEye for at least the Wii, if not the DS as well, because it is being published by Activision, and it I'd is. I shake my head, but it is GoldenEye. Yeah, and it is running on a modified version of the Wii's Call of Duty engine, and. So, but, you know what, I'm gonna kind of take a wait-and-see approach, find out what the reviews are. If it sounds good, I'll buy it. You know, if the game's good, get it. If it sucks, don't get it. Sounds good. Or not. Alright, uh, let's see. Second bit that I've got is, uh, Connect was officially priced at $150, or $300 in a bundle with the arcade version 360S. Okay, remind me to insert a uh, fail horn at the $150 price point. Um, it's, it's, I actually, I really like that it's just a hundred bucks higher with the, uh, uh, bundle Yeah, that's there. fine. The that's bundle, fine. the bundle I think is reasonably priced, but for 
somebody, and I guess they are kind of going for, hey, we're reaching out to a new market. We're, we're reaching out to the Wii market, and we're trying to hit that $300 or less price point. Yeah, they're, they're hitting that casual market, and I think that by marketing it almost as a separate console, remember how we were talking about yeah. the purple boxes and all the fallout from that last week? Um, I think that by marketing it as that uh, as a separate console, um, one fifty is fine because it's like spending one fifty on a console for the casual gamers in your house instead of going and getting a Wii for two hundred. Yeah. Uh, whereas if you're going to get a system brand new for casual gamers, it still has the three hundred price point, which is more expensive than uh, the Wii, but less expensive than the equivalent uh, bundle for the PS3, which I think is four hundred dollars with move and camera. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I actually, I, still... I, I'm, I find myself being a little surprised to say it, but um, realizing that it's not going to be aimed at hardcore players, so hardcore players shouldn't be dropping one hundred fifty on it. Uh, that it's going to be aimed at a different market. It's like getting a second console for it. I think 150 actually works. But here's here's my my issue with it. As somebody who is curious about it, wants to try it, wants it to be successful, and already owns a 360, I think that extra $50 is a barrier for entry. Because I can't justify... When I can go out and buy a brand new Nintendo DS for 20 bucks less, I can't justify spending spending $150 on an accessory to a system. Okay. Um, games for Connect will be priced at $50, which directly puts them against the Wii instead of 360 or PS3, which I like. I think that, again, they're they're handling this very well. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, oh, I don't know, I uh, if it was going to be $100, then you get games for it. After five games, the $10 difference makes up for the difference in the peripheral itself. So I think it'll work out. Okay. The next is 13 minutes about butter talking about his swanky shades. Alright, um, let's see what else we got. Actually, I don't have anything else in the way of news, uh, so I'm just going to go right on to a product review. Computer glasses. We talk- I talked about them a few weeks ago. Um, they did come in the mail last week. Actually, I got home... Uh, actually, it was the day after we recorded, and I'm like, Oh, hey, what's this? Glasses. Um, tried them on, and I've actually been wearing them full day at work uh, since. So I've had a few days with them, not a full week yet, but I've had a few days to really try them out and see how well they work. Now you have, you ha- I don't think you've mentioned exactly what the glasses were for people who missed your announcement earlier. Sure, uh, basically Gunner Optics is the only uh, brand that markets these uh, specifically. Uh, they're meant to combat computer vision syndrome. Uh, computer vision syndrome is eye fatigue, headaches, and such, resulting from staring at a computer screen for far too long. Usually, you know, after eight hours a day at the office, or say eight hours a night on the computer, you end up getting headaches and such just from staring at the screen too long uh, for a number of reasons. There's the contrast, there's, uh, you tend to blink a lot less, so your eyes dry out. Uh, there's a lot of different reasons. So, uh, these are specifically meant to prevent that. They have a fair amount of things going for them. There's this amber tint, which, uh, helps enhance contrast on the screen, as well as filtering out wavelengths that fluorescent lights often give off. They actually sit a lot closer to the face. Claw, you can see this. They sit a lot closer to the face than my normal glasses. Yeah. And wrap around a bit so it helps to keep humidity in on the eyes they, they definitely have a, a bit of uh you know kind of style to them yeah they're definitely uh very nice looking uh they are 
designers, they are designer glasses. Yeah. You know, uh, they range starting at $80, going up to $180, uh, or actually $190, depending on the style that you get. Most of them lie between $80 and $130. Now, is that with prescription lenses That or is without. without. Okay. Um, I wear glasses. Uh, I got mine with prescription lenses. Prescription lenses add $159 to the price. So, it does add quite a bit. Uh, personally, I so far I'm seeing that it's an investment that was well made. Okay. They are very comfortable. I got the Edge style, which is a rimless uh, design that I normally don't have. You know, I, I don't have rimless glasses, so it's it's new for me. It's, it's pretty much, it'll be very easy for you to find uh, some sort of style that fits what you like. There are 24 different types right now. Um, and two of those are actually MLG branded uh, at the $80 price point. I was surprised that the MLG frames were so cheap. MLG? Major League Gaming. Oh, right. Them. Um, so I actually went through and wrote up a full review, and I'm just going to go through that really quick. Uh, I mentioned style. Uh, mine are crimson and black. They look very unique. Definitely. Uh, it's noticeable when you wear them. You could look a little weird wearing them, a little odd, but I actually haven't gotten any negative comments about them wearing them at work yet. I think that's because no one has noticed. I always look weird and odd, if that's what you're trying to get to. That's exactly what I'm trying um, to get to. All the styles have like three to five different choices of color. I went with uh, some deep red trim just because it's like, well, I've already got the yellow lenses, you know, what difference is it going to make? Yeah, like, stylistically, they definitely, they work. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the slight yellow tint and the rimless and the, the red and, you can't mess up red and black. Those yeah. two just go so well together. Most uh, frames come with, like, three to five different choices of color anyway, so you don't have to go with that. You can get, uh, you know, black or uh, nice uh, espresso, they call it, you know, the like brown, gray, all the different colors. So, um, the price, uh, I personally think that the price for, you know, not, not prescription is quite fair. Um, yeah. Especially because when you look at it, they are designer. It They for, arrived with more fanfare than my Nike regular glasses did. Yeah. They have for a very like swanky light, light metal case. They had come, come with their own little soft bag to keep them, you know, safe. Although I'm going to be ordering a hard case for them. Yeah, for, uh, for somebody like me who wears contacts about half the time... I probably wouldn't spend the extra money to get the prescription lenses, mm -hmm. but they they do seem very interesting. I do spend a lot of time looking at computer screens or TV screen. I also spend a lot of time sitting far too close to a computer screen yeah. than I really should. So, um, I looked at the markup for prescription on a couple different brands um, and actually found that 160 to add prescription lenses to your designer glasses. Uh, you know, I looked at like sunglasses uh, brands. 160 isn't that bad. It's no. not the best, but it's not that bad to get your designer frames in prescription. So it's, you know, like I looked at Oakley sunglasses. They can do prescription, but it, it costs you quite a bit. Yeah. Well, Oakley sunglasses cost you quite a bit to begin with. Mm -hmm. I'm and still, actually, that's, I'm still that's waiting sort of, to win the lottery so I can get my pair of Juliet's. That's, that's actually sort of the price point that Gunners aims for. Uh, a little lower than that, yeah. but they aim to be in sort of the same league. Well, and that's, and that's good because so many of these, you know, specialty items think, okay, we're the only ones who do this so we can charge an arm and a leg for it. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see that they're like, 
we know you're spending lots of money on video games and computer components, so we're going to knock, uh, you know, 100 bucks off the price for you. It would have been nice to see uh, at least one set of frames that was budget. Yeah, like, the like price $50 of a vid- or Like less. the price of a video game. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I but, you know, if it, if it was under 50, I'm afraid it might look like it's under 50, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, like, even if they, you know, even if they're cheapo, I would definitely, I mean, I've gotten some really good sunglasses that are durable and get the job done for 15 bucks mm-hmm. or less at you, you a, can get you know at a uh, gas station yeah so I would pay 40 to 50 dollars for a pair of gunners with your recommendation mm-hmm. but I still find it difficult to pay that 80 to 160 range for them for how little I would probably use them. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I, I find myself getting headaches a lot at the end of the day, having yeah. to look away from the screen uh, yeah. just to let my eyes refocus, do something else, anything else but look at the screen. Yeah. Uh, which, with screen-intensive days, all that TV tropes and Facebook, <laughs> uh, I did consider it a fair investment. Uh, um, good thing the boss doesn't listen to this podcast most of the time. <laughs> Uh, ergonomics, uh, they do feel very comfortable, um, once they're adjusted, you know, they came in the mail and the bridge was very narrow, so I had to widen that out because I have a big schnoz. They're very lightweight, a lot of people who don't wear glasses normally have even said that they forget that they're wearing them. It's a little weird to get used to the amber tint, uh, especially the first couple days that you wear them, you notice it, but after like an hour or so, they're you don't. They're not really amber, they're more of a yellow, like... I, I usually get amber-tinted sunglasses, and those are a little... Amber is usually a little bit more kind of a reddish-brownish okay. shade. Well, I mean, everything's got this little yellow yeah. tint to it that you you mentally are able to tune out after, like, an hour. Yeah, it, Of course, it it's weird when you take them off with, again, and yeah. everything's this weird bluish shade. Yeah, but. that's the thing about amber lenses. They enhance contrast without enhancing brightness. Mm-hmm. You know, they tone down the brightness but keep the contrast. So... Yeah, you're, it takes a little while for your eyes to adjust to them. Um, they uh, actually they know who uh, the target market is, and uh, actually on their website they advertise that a lot of their frames are headphone compatible. You can wear nice big circumoral headphones uh, comfortably with this pair or that pair. I actually got a pair that doesn't advertise that, but it's still very comfortable. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing them right now and you're not going... Mm-hmm. Um, the only negative that I've found right now, I mean, aside from getting used to, you know, a slightly different colored lens that seems weird, um, is that, uh, mine right now are pinching a little bit behind the ear, but I'm sure I can just take the arms and bend them out so that it's not quite as tight. Just, at the bottom line, functionality, they work. I don't get headaches, I don't get the eye strain. Um, I looked at the clock, and I'm like, it's 7 o'clock. It doesn't feel like 7 o'clock. My head doesn't feel like 7 (laughs) o'clock. But, they do their job. They do what they're advertised to do. I can feel that my eyes are just a little more humid wearing them because of the, and I'm going to use their ad speak, the ocular microclimate. The fact that they keep in the humidity, you know, your eyes don't blink as much while you're on the computer while it keeps humidity in so your eyes stay nice and moist. I can feel that maybe some of it's placebo, maybe not, but I'm not getting the headaches that I used to. I actually, the first day that I wore them, I woke up with a headache, and my headache got better over the course of the day instead of getting worse from looking at the computer screen all day. So I'm not going to say that they're miracle glasses that are going to cure headaches, but it's definitely, like, you say that sometimes you have problems with migraines, which I know is more than just a headache. Yeah. I know. But it might lessen some of the symptoms. Yeah, and, and and I think migraines can be triggered by looking at a computer screen for so long just because of the strain on your eyes. Mm-hmm. So, but, so I mean, I like I said, um, I might give them a try if I find them affordable. 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, you can sometimes find them new on eBay for cheaper, but the cheapest straight from Gunners is 80 plus 10 shipping and handling. Yeah. And as I said, I was surprised that the uh, MLG ones were at that 80 price point. There are some really good ones uh, at the cheap price point. But the ones that I got are normally uh, 120 uh, the Rimless Edge or Bit Surfer uh, look very good, uh, you know, and you can usually find something that'll work well. Yeah, I saw them advertised on Facebook and checked them out before you even ever mentioned them, and I thought, oh, that sounds like an interesting idea, and then I looked at the prices and it kind of turned me off, but... Yeah, that was before I had I knew somebody who had yeah. them. So now that I know somebody who has them who swear, more or less swears by them, yeah, I might look into them as well. Um, we were talking a few weeks ago about arbitrary uh, grading scales and you know what it means to give something a score. Um, I gave these sort of a weird score. I gave them a 42 out of 50. The reason being that I gave them a cumulative score, uh, 9 out of 10 on style, 8 out of 10 on price, 8 out of 10 on ergonomics, 17 out of 20 on functionality. 42 out of 50. They're definitely worth picking up, trying out, give them a shot. So, sounds good. Um, so, thank you for listening to this week's podcast, which was five minutes of news and then uh, <laughs> a lot of talking about 13 eyewear. minutes about uh, Boater talking about his new glasses. <laughs> if you have any comments on this week's podcast, uh, even if you're complaining that, well, I didn't care about gunners, um, <laughs> actually go ahead and uh, put a little thing in there saying the next is 13 minutes about butter talking about his swanky shades okay <laughs> uh that way people don't complain i wasted 13 minutes of my life but now, let's face any... it on a weekly basis they waste 20 to 30 minutes of their life so mm-hmm. so if you do have any comments about anything you heard during this week's podcast you can as always leave them at gamenotspodcast.blogspot.com please mind the spammers uh we're trying to get rid of them but i make no guarantees or you can drop us a line uh through email at gamenotspodcast at gmail.com so until next week, this is Boater signing off. And this is Fear the Claw saying good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And good gaming. Yeah, and good gaming. Excuse you. Yes, there was a hiccup. Do you have to excuse yourself for a hiccup? I, I, I don't know, maybe. Um, what is hiccup etiquette? Email us at game. <laughs> I know it's, it's if someone sneezes, you say bless you. If someone coughs, excuse you, bless you. What exactly? Yeah, I actually got into a Facebook discussion with somebody who is trying to find an alternative to bless you because it's too overtly religious. I'm like, I, I think the expression bless you at this point is about as religious as Christmas. It's yeah, I, so... I, I say bless you, not God bless you. But yeah, you know, it's, it's gotten so uh, sec secular that mm-hmm. you know. and totally totally worth talking about here to- totally game related um, exactly. well you've sneezed on may, xbox live i'm sure yeah. may your non-deity bless this podcast <laughs> um i wouldn't ask for an actual deity to do that because that would send me to hell yeah, i'm going there anyway